just to let you know, there is a little bit of building work going on in the background in this latest show. Shouldn't affect the sentiment of what we were saying, though. Broadcasting from Essex, it's the 25th of October and you're listening to Salonomics. The Bitcoin price is currently $62,460. Sorry, $1 gets you 1,601 Satoshis. I am your host, Aaron Dawn, and joining me once again from North London is my hair, Anton de Kock, Joe Mehmet. Hey, Joe. Uh, you're right, mate. How are you doing? I'm very good. I'm very good. That's a good shout, that, actually. You know what? Well, because I, I, I actually do support him, actually, on this. I really do. Right. Do you want to explain who Anton de Kock is? Well, he's a cricketer, right? He's, a, actually, he's actually a wicketkeeper come batsman for the South Africa cricket team, all right? And the, the before this particular game, they were playing the West Indies, who is my favourite team, right? You know, I, I follow the West Indies left, right and centre. And I, I actually don't know the result now because I'm uh, doing a podcast. But, um, and... Just before the tournament, right? There, there were the um, there were the the um, ICC. They gave you strikes, right? You, you could take the knee or not take the knee if you want to. It, they were they were going to interfere with the politics of the individuals, um, right? And I wouldn't sort of say Dick Cock is racist or anything like that because you know, I mean, South Africa's gone through a lot of um, crap to sort of we, um, to to weave out this um, horrible. Um, sort of like a epidemic of, uh, of uh, racism, right? So, anyway, the, the pre- previous game, right, they, they didn't take a knee, right? On this particular game, the West Indies, right, they were instructed, instructed, just before the game, to take the knee, and he refused, right, to take the knee, right? Whereas before, right, they were all, they were all had the rights to take a knee or not, but the whole team was instructed to take the knee. And he refused, and because of that, he was um, kicked out the uh, squad. I wouldn't say kicked out; that he probably sort of say he wasn't included in the uh, the start starting lineup. Yeah, how Twitter reports it is the fact that he's pulled out of the 2020 no. World Cup match, uh, citing no, personal pulled, reasons. So, so there you go. Re- is this yeah. another example, Joe, of? You know, someone trying to keep politics out of their sport. Well, no, I th- I think it's quite interesting the the, the um, how social media is very very powerful in giving misinformation and not the true true thing, true true explanation, right? Because well, because I've I, I've been watching the ICC since it started last. Well, I've watched cricket all the time, and and this is what. If you if you listen to the journalist and um, and the alternative um, media coverage that I I tend to follow because I don't I don't get my information from social media whatsoever far from it and and that was the the real story really and it's it is quite sad that sport actually brings people together and yet now right is actually doing the opposite it's putting conflict and chaos into into uh, into an area that really doesn't need it at all. Yeah. Really. Yeah. No, I agree with you. you. Know, especially, especially in. I mean, the tournament's been played in uh, in in the Middle East, right? Oman and Dubai, right? Where cricket doesn't really exist. Okay. 
and and again right it's, it's exposing this sort of wonderful sport to a culture which really believes in camel racing and horse racing and football probably and a little bit of wrestling so so again like you bring your politics into an area to people like you know what it's, it puts people off i think it's just a wrong message i i just think wokeism is going too far it really is yeah yeah no i agree with you i mean that's why i wanted to bring this point up today because obviously um you alerted me to a linkedin post earlier um where there's certain industry leaders are asking the government to get involved in our industry again. And it it prompted me to create a couple of memes, um, basically stating that Boris and Rishi are A, non-essential, and B, we should keep politics out of hair and beauty because the only thing that it does is it divides people in the industry and it puts a lot of people out of business. Um so yeah, so let's explore these these situations that we're we've we've seen on yeah. on social are, are, media today. Are you today. referring to that? Um, are you referring to so Kula Osborne's um, posting of the uh, Rishi Sunak? Um, absolutely. That? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's basic inflation, isn't it? At the end of the day, um, if you bail everybody out, you end up bailing nobody out, and all we get is price increase price inflation throughout the entire industry but no one benefiting from it apart from the government <laughs> do you know what I mean because obviously they get more in taxes they get more percentages of this and more percentages of that do you know what I mean so they just end up nickel and diming you even more well see this is the thing this is the thing that I, I just I, I'm going to just diverse a little bit right into an area again I'm going to use sports as a thing but it's it's with reference all right do you know, uh, remember Mark, Marcus Rashford, right? You know, feeding the school kids, yeah? That uh, campaign that he launched. And yeah. all these kind of things. Now, all right. He, he started a movement. But at the end of the day, right, ultimately, we pay for it, okay? I'm not saying school kids shouldn't be... Um, shouldn't be uh, fed and things like that because I, I, was, I was part of um, free school meals myself when I was going to comprehensive school. So I kind of get all that. But there was a footballer, Mesut Ozil, right? And he was a Muslim. And and as every Muslim would sort of tell you, of they would have to give 10% of their wealth, right? Their, their wages to a charity. And Ozil was doing about 50,000 meals a week, just on his own. Yeah, no one ever go around saw like he wasn't looking for political gains or virtual signal or anything like that, right? He was doing it with his own money. Now, these footballers... They're all earning Premier League football, right? 150, 200 thousand pounds a week, easy. All right. So why did he? Why was he campaigning for the government, right, to take take up a cause when they, they could do it themselves? Because ultimately, we will pay for it ourselves. The taxpayers will pay for it. Now, which goes back to the point, right? No matter what the government does in terms of bailout, they can sort of bail out British Gas or these companies. The taxpayer. Will pay now. When I say a taxpayer, it's the middle classes, the small businessmen, the in the in independents who just want to Because the 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 elites, as in the billionaires and the millionaires, you know what, mate? The chance of them paying your taxes are slim. Yeah. 
Well, that, I mean, they hire the best in the business, don't they, in order to pay the exactly, pay bare minimum, right? Exactly. And and which goes back to the which goes to the article, like you know, so like yeah, so like uh, wealth tax. Yeah, wealth tax is great, but then I'm paid wealth tax just to stay. You know, do you know what I mean? Wealth tax does it exists on paper. But it doesn't really exist in reality, in my opinion. And I've come across a lot of wealthy people, mate. I know. Yeah, no, right? no, for sure. Well, yeah, so obviously we, we, we got involved in the link, didn't we? We got involved in the conversation to, yeah. in, in our own inimitable way uh, where we attempt to shine light on the conversation and just kind of move the conversation forward. Um so there was two posts in particular that you brought my attention to. The first post was, um, essentially, was a, a post about a petition. Now, basically, let me let me let me pull this apart. Right. So many in the sector are using petitions to attempt to petition the government to bail them out, even though in the same petition they highlight their utter discontent for the government so does that make sense to you that you write a petition to say the government should be doing this for us but at the same time the government are a bunch of no marks who don't know what they're doing and they're being evil <laughs> can you see yeah, the well, we, hypocrisy we... in that petition well i mean that, that disrespect to, the, to certain individuals right but um uh... They're not very clever, are they? <laughs> I'm glad you said it. It's not they're not very clever. I mean, they're, they're, that's yeah. the clown horn. That's the clown horn. Yeah, I mean, it, well, listen, look, the, 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 the worst thing is in our industry, right? We, 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 we're not rocket scientists, okay? You know, we, we, I mean, I don't know about you, but if I had A-levels, I would never be in a hairdresser, right? And if you and if you have got A levels, why are you a hairdresser? <laughs> if you know what I mean, right? So, so them trying to be smart, it, it doesn't does it doesn't work really. Just just stick to what you know and 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 try and understand that this government is not going to help the industry whatsoever. No, this government is not going to help anyone in our industry. They, they want your money and they will piss on your back and tell you it's raining caused by um, emissions and um, and climate change, right? But that's what they will do to you. And unfortunately, the, the um, you know, the collateral boards and the professional bodies shouldn't suck up to them because they, this government, it, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I totally, that's, mate. That's what I find really frustrating. That's what I find really frustrating. Yeah, well, that's just me firing the laser at them because <laughs> these people do need to be taken down in the best Big way time. possible. You know, take them down with common sense and logic. Don't start writing petitions because that's all you've done over the last year and you think you're good at writing petitions now because the petitions have got you so far nowhere. So I've got a new phrase, Joe Mehmet. Do you want to hear it? Defy to survive. Defy. Yes, that's a good one. Defy or die. Now, 
Do, do you want me to you, explain, you explain the rational? Yeah. Yeah, please do. Yeah, not, not for me, because I understand, because we've sure. been chatting about this, but to the to our audiences. Yeah. So last year we went through a situation of adapting or die. Yeah. So having to adapt to the new paradigm that COVID was now going to find ourselves in. And we obviously were articulate in the ways that salons and people could do that. You know, you was very, very good. You know, we we, we recorded numerous uh, podcasts about, you know, getting back to basics and working on the profit and the profits and, dec- you know, cutting your expenditure and doing all of those basic economic 101 things, right, to survive. Well, now, obviously, we've got the same governing bodies, uh, sorry, the same professional bodies, and you know who you all are, Hair and Barber Council, NHBF, uh, Salon Owners United, yeah, Fab, (laughs) you know, you're all the same, you're all... The people's fat of Judea, the Judea's people's fat of Hair. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. They're all basically shilling, they're they're all supported by brands, in, in what they're doing and therefore they they essentially are connecting brands to the to us the individuals uh, who are actually working and, and generating money in the industry you know they've got no intention of supporting um, the individuals in this industry because otherwise where would they get their where would they get their money from they wouldn't even be doing it they're, they're all being paid to shield these brands that they're working for and once again they're going down the political uh, angle. They're trying to get involved in politics, knowing full well that politics isn't about encouraging economic growth. Politics is all about saving the NHS, you know, uh, making sure there's police on the road and making sure the schools don't become completely woke. They're the only three categories that anybody votes for a government for every election. Am I right or am I wrong? Well- of course, no, listen, I, I agree. I, could, I I believe this is where the government, right, is completely um, sort of like, again, fooling us, right? It's the fact that people voted this government to deal with COVID, Brexit, and get a country great again. Not climate change, not wokeism, not um, sort of like bailing out industries and, um, and caving into um, sort of like movements, you know what I mean? As in as in all types of narratives, right? Because they're not issues that people care about. So I agree with you, mate, that there's, 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 there's nothing this government's done for the last two years I agree with. I agree. So there's the clown horn again. So basically, if we can agree that it's not up to the government to create the economic stimulus, it's up to the government to get out of the way of of the small business, medium business, any kind of enterprise which creates economic transactions, the government need to get out of the way of that and let the free market take its action. Unfortunately, we seem to have a lot of voices in the industry that are playing the victim card and it's I don't respect this at all. This is the most meek stance that you could take. It's weak it's cowardly, and essentially what they're doing, Joe Mehmet, in my opinion, they are asking for more lockdowns. They are asking for more lockdowns because they want people, they want to be able to blame the government for their business failure and not the other way round. Well, do you think that's what, it, what do you think it's, it's the, um, because if, if there was a lockdown, right, they will get bailouts, and, and that, 
kind of gives them so like um, no, but will they, excuse, Joe? Right, Joe, will they? they will. No, because they've they've cancelled the whole furlough scheme, right? So whatever kind of financial infrastructure the government will put in place, there will be another bunch of rules, regulations, BIS behind it to entice you or coerce you to signing up to these bailouts. Do you know what I mean? So it's this yeah. kind of weakness that is being displayed by many in the industry which are whinging, moaning and crying to government that they can't work. Listen, it's quite simple. The mainstream media is essentially being paid for Big Pharma to go out there and scare the bejesus out of everyone so they don't leave their house again. I understand that yeah. that has that has an incredible impact on our industry. If people are afraid to leave their house, they're not going to be going to hair and beauty salons to have their hair and makeup done. So we've got to just ignore this government. We have to defy what they suggest. We have to defy what witty and balance suggest because the same idiots are in charge of the asylum and they're all talking about doing the same thing as last year, which helped nobody out. If we can all agree that all government interventions over the last 18 months have destroyed our economy, then why are we continually going back to them and saying, please, sir, can you give us some more bailout money, please? Yeah, because uh, a lockdown, right, gives us security. Because people, what people have done, right, and it goes back a few decades now since um, 9-11, people are quite happy to give up their freedom for security. That's right. And that's what the furlough, the, that's what the furlough did last year. It gave you security because you're safe. You're not going to die. You're not, you know, don't go to work. Don't, blah, blah, blah. You're not going to die. We're going to protect what it, we're going to protect you from dying. All right. Now, people tell, tell me, right, that people were dying but people were allowed to die, right, to bring the population down. No, people were allowed to die or miss, uh, miss, um, not diagnosed. What's the word? Where um, it wasn't COVID, but they they made it COVID because it put fear into people. Yeah. And the minute there's fear in a society, the government has full control. That's right. Of, of the narrative. That's right. And that's what they've done. You know, since last year, what all of a sudden Boris Johnson, right? had about three meetings on climate change. Three meetings, Aaron. You know what I mean? He had one with Joe Biden. He had one with the bloody um, the world. And he's having one now. With Bill right? Gates. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, and this is quite an interesting one. With this uh, this uh, COP, is it COP21 or something like that, right? COP26, no, yeah. It, this is some Green Party well, initiative, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, this is, this, this, again, climate change. Why would you have um, techie guys, you know, the, the Bill Gates, the Zuckerbergs and all these other guys, right? And not real doctors, real scientists at this meeting because it doesn't suit the narrative. Well, and they've got the, they've paid to be at that top table, right? They've paid well, to be there. Well, it doesn't make sense. Well, um, and, and, yeah. and this is the thing that, sorry to interrupt, right? And unfortunately, with all this confusion going on about where we all are, the industry has lost itself. So it needs help, Aaron. I can understand where the Colette's coming from. I can understand where the professional boys are coming from. I can understand the concerns. Because, you know, at the end of, 
you know, hairdressers are very simple creatures. You know, they just want to go to work, do their hair, and go home. In in a, in a nutshell, right? Now, we'd be all lost again, Aaron, and they can't afford that for their mental well-being. Yeah, you know, no, this is true. It this really is true. Is sad. It it's, is sad, and sad. and we've we've mentioned it before. We've got the dark winter, haven't we? Essentially, that's what we're looking yeah. at. Um, and like I say, I don't believe the government will lock us all down because I don't think they want to get involved. Kind of yeah, they want to get involved in this furlough scheme again. However, the mainstream media are now today's enemy because they're the ones that are ramping up. You know, they're the ones that are essentially turning this into a two-tier society. They're trying to blame all the unvaccinated people for people still getting COVID, even though it doesn't make sense because obviously we've got a situation where people that are vaccinated are still transmitting COVID, right? You know, don't transmit yeah. the virus, mate. Smokers. Well, <laughs> smokers and generally people that don't have COVID-19. They don't transmit the virus. However, you know, they won't accept that as a thing. As you know, we had to go to Sunland International last week and to yeah. get into the place, to get into London XL, we had to do a lateral flow test and right. show them a text message at the door from the government that can be easily manipulated to get us in now. Yeah. So I, I want yeah. I, I wondered how many hundreds of people would, you know, would do that honestly and how many hundreds of people would do that dishonestly walking through. So therefore well, don't anybody well, see the the stupidity of all of this is that nobody knows. <laughs> No one can prove anything, well, see, well, no, and no, nobody well, knows. And, and, and this is again, this right? is all theatre, mate. It's all theatre. It, it's not even theatre, right? It's a again, clown this show. is what I. F this is this is why I find right the, the, the this this very very frustrating because I've, I've been reading. You know the footballers, right? Mm. And they 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 must look anti vaxxers and things like you know you got the um, the global elite or whatever, right? They're paying thousands of pounds for fake. Fake passes, vaccination passports. Yeah, right. You don't need to. Well, it'd be easy. Exactly, right. But so in order to sort of be accepted, they get they're paying that money, right, to sort of say, "Hi, I'm done," which is all fake. And these, uh, you know what I mean? Did you see that um, that picture of Angela Angeline Jolie? The with her hair extensions all uh, falling apart. Yeah. Did you see it? No, I didn't. No, you'll have to post right. that in the um, Salon Mix Telegram chat. Well, well, I, actually, actually, I did on LinkedIn, actually. Yeah, well, that's um, no uh, good, is it? Again, you got, right? you got to add, that, add all that stuff in the Salonomics Telegram chat, and then the audience can go and see what it is that you were talking yeah. about. But but I'm saying, right, is that it's all fake, mate. It's all fake. You know what I mean? And it's time that we, you know, this our industry start waking up okay. to what is real. And, yeah. um, you know what I mean? Yeah, let's, let's move on to the next subject matter. Anyway, go on. Right, so then, um, I, I want to point out the other report that you sent me a link to. Um, that, you know, one of the aforementioned people on the show um, essentially shared. <laughs> and it's essentially a Guardian report about... And this is one of these preconditioned non-stories, right? You know, you know where you get newspaper reports where an eyewitness said... Or reports according yeah. to someone who was kind of there at the scene, but, you know, may not have been, you know, not have seen anything. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. one of these that's basically founded on absolutely nothing. 
the first line of this. Well, let me let me just give you the headline and I'll give you the, the, the brief outline of, of what it is, right? <laughs> I mean, you're going to love this, Joe Mehmet. Millionaires petition Rishi Sunak to introduce wealth tax. <laughs> Brilliant, isn't it? Brilliant. I mean, the first let the first line of this is a group of 30 UK millionaires have called on the chancellor to tax them and other rich people <laughs> more because they can afford to pay it and the cost of recovery cannot fall on the young or on those with lower incomes. Oh, thank you so much, anonymous group of 30 millionaires. I mean, Joe, can you imagine that they would want to stay anonymous if they said those kind of things? Yeah. They would be heroes. <laughs> yeah. They would be heroes. What a load of bullshit. That... And the fact that this exactly. person can share it on LinkedIn... As a bona fide, yeah. genuine, yeah, this is this is the way forward. Let's tax the shit out of all the millionaires out there. That's gonna fix it. Yeah, good luck. Communism <laughs> yeah. don't work. I, that, so you know, <laughs> some some people need reminding of this daily. Well, this is what I said: in billionaires and millionaires, it doesn't affect them whatsoever. It does not affect them. I mean, it's. Good. Obviously, he's trying to sort of get out there. I don't know. I don't know what his uh, uh, point is, right? But I, I say one thing: is he a is he a millionaire? I mean, I'm a millionaire on paper. My because my house is worth, yeah, you know, two point five million. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, don't That's forget, don't forget the Arsenal programs, say. mate. <laughs> oh yeah, and my occasion. Oh yeah, that's a difference. But it's not cash, though, is it, Aaron? You know what I mean? No. You, you know what I mean? I'm, no, they're assets. I don't go around sort of saying. Yeah, assets, exactly, right? And and this is the thing. You know, you can't just go around taxing. You, you know, do you know what I mean? You've got to look at how to avoid taxes. Not, uh, and, Not and, ask and bring, for more. Like you said, bring stimulus, but... Yeah. Yeah. We've got to pay less taxes. It, it, we are better off as a nation paying less taxes than paying more taxes. It's kind of maths. It's kind of deflationary yes. economics. Now, of course, the government want you to pay all of the taxes, and of course they do. But unfortunately, it doesn't work, because if you spend three months a year working purely for Boris, then you're probably not going to work as hard for Boris as you would work for yourself. Well, dude, this is it. Uh, listen, that's in a nutshell, that's exactly right, because uh, I think a third of your salary, right, is goes to the government. I mean... How disheartening is that? Oh. And then talk about mental well-being and yeah. you know, all this uh, in, in 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 all walks of life. When you start thinking like that, thinking, "What the fuck?" Exactly. <laughs> it's like, let right? me keep more of yeah, my I mean, money, and I will I will stay yeah. out of your way. If you let me keep more of your money, I will spend it on yeah. things that I want to do, and therefore I won't interfere with what you're trying to do over there. I, I actually don't mind paying taxes on, on goods, right? On good, yeah, so like if I were to buy a Ferrari, right? Hundred thousand pounds, I don't mind spending thirty, forty thousand pounds on taxes on that because I can afford it. Yeah? So if I buy a little mini at um, ten thousand pounds, I have to pay one thousand pound taxes. You know what I mean? That kind of taxes, I think works really, really well. So it gives but as long as I've got more money in my pocket, then I've got the choice, haven't I? really 
and, and that's what and that's where people are missing out on Ah, oh, there's a lot of lot of firing going yeah. on today, Joe. There's a lots of firing, yeah. um, a lot of solid, but you know solid going, arguments. Go, going to um, back to sort of like us though, right? Have you noticed, right? Every time we post something on LinkedIn, right? Not so much um, our song I'm explaining about Twitter or, or whatever. We really don't get much engagement, right? And, is it because people are scared of us or people don't understand us or the fact that, you know, well, because we don't have a, we're just trying to be an asset to the industry, all right? Now, and yet when these people are so-called, um, but they're persapping, right? They get likes, 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 but no engagement no. whatsoever. No, yeah. Well, right? I, I mean, I come up with quite a good metaphor for this. Um, Essentially, I think because your reputation supersedes you, Joe Mehmet, it's like, you know, when you're at the beach, uh, you're at Baywatch and there's a shark warning. And, you know, obviously all the swimmers, they'll run to the shore, don't they? Because, ah, the sharks, the sharks are here. Quick, everyone out, everyone out. Basically, when you turn up on a feed, it's like the sharks are here. So everyone just taps out. (laughs) Everyone gets out of the water quick. Yes. Uh, yeah so that's why you're that's what what yeah it's exactly this is exactly what it is because you you go a war and peace right in the comments and you've got to break it down bit by bit because no one's reading your war and peace comment about why what they've posted is you know sycophancy or nonsense like i say you've got you've just got to not tell them where to look you've got to show them where to look if you know what i mean so you just got to you know, kind of two sentences max, and then someone else can come in and then fill in the next bit. Do you know what I mean? It, that's, you know, when you solve yeah, the problem yeah, yeah. in the first comment on the feed, then you've 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 basically warned everyone off. That's 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 all I'm going to say. But um, but yeah. Right, right, okay. Yeah. So so I have to be because I'm not really sort of like. Um sort of like social media savvy am i no no like i say it's about engagement and it's about having a conversation just like you and i are now but when you let me go on a 20 minute rant i mean everyone's probably fallen asleep (laughs) and it's like if you take that for the same social media if your rant is over a paragraph people aren't going to read it do you know what I mean? They're, they're, right. they're just so doing ignore it. It's got to be three sentences. It's got to be one it's paragraph, be three, three sentences max, and, and, and leave right. and let somebody else come back into the conversation. Because like I say, if you solve it, there's no point in me adding on to what you're saying because you've already solved it and you're close right. to the, the rest of it. So, yeah. Okay. Why did you tell me that before then? Um, because your technique no because your technique is evolving over time your technique's evolving and and we're just kind of just trying to you know share the you know how to have a conversation on social media without getting triggered because basically that's what we're trying to do right we're trying to move the conversation forward that's the whole point of these podcasts so that you and I can have a conversation, right? Because we, we kind of agree. We kind of both come from the free market economics aspect of business, right? You know, if if you do well at what you do, you deserve to reap the rewards, right? But by claiming, by being a victim and asking for government handouts, 
that is the easiest way to lose respect from everybody in the industry. Do you know what I mean? And and these people yeah, that are yeah. doing that, I think we need to highlight it in a really polite way. I don't want to go onto their feeds and tr- and troll them. I I am I've started making. A, no, do I? No, but I have started making a few memes. Hopefully, the memes will get a little bit more traction. And uh, you can see all the memes we put up because they're all on Salonomics Telegram as well. Um, so are we the great white shark or a tiger shark or a hammerhead shark or a reef shark? Oh, that's a good question. What's your favourite shark? Give, give me give me your six favourite sharks great, in order. It's got to be a great white shark. You want to be a great white shark, yeah. Well, I saw this amazing documentary a few years ago about sharks, right? Okay. And there's this woman. Um, she's, she's like a shark. Apparently, sharks are like cats. Mm. Right, yeah, because you know, cats are very curious creatures, yeah, yeah, and you know, they're very playful, they're very curious, they're visionary, and sharks as well. are like that, yeah, sharks are like that. The only trouble is, right, is that when they bite, it's quite <laughs> quite nasty, yeah, yeah, but they actually hurts. bite as their form of it's as their form of sensing, isn't it? You know, what I mean, just mm. that it's quite a nasty bite that you get from a yeah. shark, Push. but not they're not they're meant to be quite <laughs> peaceful, um, creatures. <laughs> Yeah, figure that one out. <laughs> well, like you, Joe Mamet, you're quite a peaceful, peaceful creature. Yeah, I was, exactly. I mean, Eddie, Hem- I mean, Eddie Hemmings, because I was a miserable kid. He was, but like, you well, know, he said exactly the same about you, which is funny. Yeah, so, exactly. uh, great. You know I mean? Yeah, but yeah, yeah but, but you're but best friends it, now. It, now you've it, actually met each other in it, the flesh. You're actually best friends. Did you see the the post that I put up on LinkedIn of us four? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'd be, be, be having a good chat with him. But, you know, when he's tired. But, you know, just going back, I've been sort of doing some um, research into alternative of social media platforms. Oh, go on right? then. And um, I came across one called Gab, G-A-B. Yeah. Right? Which is, the, it's the alternative opinion of Twitter, right? Yeah. I come across Rumble, R-U-M-B-L-E which is an alternative to YouTube. Yeah. And and the best one is MeWe, as in M-E-W-E, which is alternative to Facebook. Now, the only thing that I find really, really sort of like, um, s- s- that's suspicious, but yeah, a bit suspect with that. Uh, the, these, when you look at, the, when you read about these platforms, right, the narrative is that they're extreme right wing. And I'm not right wing, I'm not left wing, I'm more central. Okay, in my opinion, and yeah, sort of like. So, is it is it worth my while to go to these platforms and only get right wing um, opinions, or are you going to get more sort of central type of um, views? You know, what I mean, because yeah. I do find. I mean, it's going to be some... quite. To to be fair, it's probably going to be quite extreme. To be honest, I mean, I'm on all of those social medias. You know, Gab, Get. Are you yeah, you can find. Well, you can find Salonomics. You can find all of our brands on those socials because. Like I say, it's just window dressing. It's just good to have a window on that platform. But, um, yeah, I don't like any of those platforms just because they don't really solve the... They don't really solve um, the issues that everyone has with Twitter and Facebook. You know, they're all still algorithm-based. But but Twitter and Facebook are having problems, haven't they? No, no, no. Look, you misunderstand what I'm trying to say. So, basically, the problem that Facebook and Twitter has is their algorithmic feeds which means they're only going to show you your echo chamber. So whatever your echo chamber is, it will just show you that thing. Gab, 
Getter, all of these other new platforms, they're the same thing. They're algorithmic feeds, so they're only ever going to show you your own echo chamber. This is why everyone needs to go back to chronological-based uh, social media feeds, so they see everything from both sides of the spectrum. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. no it, 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 it does. Yeah. It's, 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 no, because, because... On Twitter, right? There was this, like you know, on the Arsenal Twitter thing, yeah. right? there was this sort of thing about there was this sort of comment, right? Yeah. About you know, sort of like an Arsenal um, the, uh, the director of football, and and I kind of like tried to try to recreate um, his his opinion, saying that no, it's like it was like this. He goes, yeah, but it was on YouTube. I I, I he heard it directly on YouTube, right? Whereas. I read it through um, a reporter who actually works for the Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, Chris Wheatley, right? Yeah. He's actually on Twitter as well. So he's actually a bona fide reporter who reports for the Arsenal. So he's got more... Yeah, more so he's, he's delved journalism. down more than one layer into the story. He's yeah. actually gone and asked right. for uh, quotes and this, that and the other. Whereas the dude on, on Twitter yeah. he was having a row with the, just looked at a headline and made it, all of his assumptions well, he's, from no, that. He's... Well, yeah, but the dude that he got his um, assumptions from, right, uh, on YouTube, uh, this, this again, this um, guy, who, who, it was actually to do with the Pepe um, transfer, and a guy called Raul Sanzini or whatever, who actually ultimately, right, turned out to be dishonest, and he got fired from his job. But he was on YouTube himself saying A, B, and C, and this dude got all his comments, mm. and, and believed it, and yet this guy, right, turned out to be a liar, sure. and he got ultimately good as and yeah, this this uh, so my my source information from Chris, you know, which we did this do just everything, he completely poo pooed sure. it. Sure, completely poo pooed it. Sure, okay. And this is what I, this is what I find worrying. Over. Yeah, well, like I say, it's it's lazy journalism, it's clickbait, and all of this stuff is triggered by algorithms, and you getting triggered by stuff. So the second you find yourself getting triggered by something, is the time you need to turn all social media off. Um, this is just like I say. This is just for your own, you know, mental health and, and all of that. Do you know what I mean? This is how yeah. these things yeah. work. Um, Joe, can we um, can we begin to like wrap up? Do you have anything that you need to? Uh... No, no, at all. I mean, look, listen. I'm 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 sort of like just going with the flow, mate. Sure. You know I mean? All right. Well, Happy let me lucky. let me mute you for a second because I want to just play a quick radio ad. Okay. Salon automates your retail process. We connect you and your client to a distributor online that will fulfill your order and send it direct to your customer. This enables all of our users to earn commission without any extra work. It's that simple. Sign up today, gosalon.uk. So Joe, have you got any under the bus this week? No, I haven't actually. Well, like I said, I just... I could go back to going until, until the cows come home, or the uh, professional bodies until the cows come home, but it, 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 I can't keep I, I can't keep doing it. What about you? Uh, yeah, I do have a um, an interesting clip about the living wage in London being raised to nine pound fifty. Do you want to hear it? 
Let's talk business first. Mike Cherry is National Chair of the Federation of Small Businesses. And I note, Mr Cherry, you've been quoted in one of the newspapers this morning, the Daily Express. You have your reservations about this. Explain why to my listeners. Good morning. Good morning, Yick. Yes, we do, because clearly for those who uh, are the smallest employers, they really will struggle to afford to maintain the jobs that they desperately need with this larger-than-expected increase in the national living wage. And let's not forget that along with employees, employers are also going to have to face that one and a quarter percent increase in the uh, national insurance contributions from next April, which takes that over 15 percent. So it's problems all around. And um, as we look at consumers, so we look at businesses with energy costs going through the roof, costs for uh, tradesmen who are doing their job, supporting their businesses on diesel are rising, as are the costs of raw materials. uh, And inflation is, is certainly raising its head at the moment with some of the extraordinary increases in costs that our members are facing. And that's alongside debts and coming out of the pandemic. Many businesses, as we know, aren't fully back up and running yet. Yeah, I I, I can't... um... I'm just so again, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so this is Rishi Sunak's budget, which is apparently happening tomorrow. Um, And you heard him. I mean, that that guy was the chair of the Federation of Small Businesses. Uh, And essentially, you know, that's a warning that the smallest employers will struggle due to the large and expected increase in national living wage on top of of national insurance and all of those things. So and also on top of on top, I'll tell you what's going up as well, right, is the NI. So the workplace pension is going to go up as well. NI, gas, electricity. You yeah. know, National VAT insurance. still twenty yeah, percent for all all retail yeah, items yeah, purchased in the yeah. salon. Um, defy to survive, mate. You've got to defy, yeah, to, defy survive. to survive. I mean, this is the only way we can do this. Um, so then, Joe, I'm I'm gonna so basically under the bus, Rishi Sunak tomorrow's budget. We know what's coming, um, so I'm preempting it. So Rishi Sunak this week's under the bus. Just stay in bed, but I, 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 I implore people to stay in bed tomorrow. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, is there any other relevant business, Joe? Is there anything else you want? No, at all, mate. No, no at all. okay. All right, not well, all. Uh, if we sound a little bit different this time, it's because we are testing a new uh, way of recording the podcast where we're trying to do it live. I'm trying to shrink my workload because basically sometimes it takes me two or three hours after the show to edit it all and get it all like kind of precise and sounding well excuse me were you saying live i mean have i not been live before no 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 no. this is always no we're always live we're always kind of recorded live but you know i just have some housekeeping to do you know i have to tweak the start and tweak the ends and remove any gaps and you know when your dogs snore yeah i have to cuddle when the dogs are snoring and when you're fudding when you're fudding the desk with your, you know, your heavy hands. Um, so, you know, I have to kind of do all these little tweaks to try and make it, you know, audible for our listeners. Do you know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, so we are, we are testing a new system. Let us know. Give us some feedback if you like the show. You can find us on Google by typing in the word Salon omics basically all the social media feeds will come up or you know if you're on telegram download telegram oh you know what i do have some other housekeeping to do mate i have done it a bit late this time um 
but I didn't need to announce the competition win- winners because, as you know, um, supporter of the show, Norman Ellis of Essex, Essex. Oh my God! Blah, 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 blah. Let me put my teeth back in. <laughs> so Norman Ellis of Essex Hairdressers has given us five pairs of tickets for the next showcase featuring Full Paul Fultrick. The show happens in Chelmsford, Essex, on Monday the 1st of November. The doors are at 6.30pm. I'll be there, I'll be there. These shows are great for young hair and beauty professionals in order to gain new insight and skill, but they're also great for networking. The show takes takes place next Monday night, and to be in chance in for a chance of winning a pair of tickets worth £50, do the following. Download Telegram from your app store. Join the Salonomics Telegram ch- Telegram group and then comment in the feed, say hello to me and Joe, and then we'll give you some tickets. I mean, it's as simple as that. It will take you 30 seconds to download it. And next time, when Facebook or an Instagram and WhatsApp goes down, you'll still be able to communicate with the outside world because Telegram is a little bit more, shall we say, robust when it comes to being shut down by... Um, uh, how long is the show for? Do you know how long Oh, it's normally a couple of hours, mate. It's normally, you know, seven okay. till, I don't know, maybe nine, you know, nine, nine thirty, something like that. Uh, um, so, do, do you want to have a, you know, sort of like a, a, a late supper, early dinner? Yeah, before, yeah, before we'll I... meet up somewhere in Chelmsford, mate. We'll find somewhere, somewhere nice to eat out before. Yeah. And yeah, if anyone's yeah. going, just give us a shout out because me and Joe are going to go. Um, but yeah, the competition winners. We could even give you a lift. We could save the environment and by giving you a lift. Why well, are you buying a bus? <laughs> are you mate? Are you getting one of Boris's no, buses? I've got my car. You got your. I've got my car. You got your car. We can at least put six people in there. Can't ah, we? well that's yeah. Well, let's let's say so. Anyway, congratulations to this the week's <laughs> competition winners. Uh, we got Demi Patmore and Elise Hubbard. Both have won the tickets this week. So well done, girls. Uh, look forward to meeting you at the show. So, um, yeah. Anything else to say, Joe Mehmet? No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just sort of waiting for you to say goodbye. <laughs> All right. All right then, mate. Well, thanks for today. I'm going to go and get ready to get football. Well done. Good show, Aaron. Good show. Yeah. Good show. Well done. Cheers, mate. Right. I'll speak right, to I'll you speak soon. Later. Cheers, mate. Bye, cheers. Ta-da. Bye. Bye. Bye.